All right, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Have special guest, realtor, George Bloom, back on the podcast with us. So, George Bloom, welcome. Welcome. Great to be back on, Bobby. Always appreciate it and a pleasure. Absolutely. And in a bunch of the past podcasts, we talked through real estate, the current market, things that you're doing. And I always enjoy having you on because you make it very easy to understand a day in the life that you're going through. And you're also an exciting dude. I think a lot of people can get a lot of excitement in listening to the things that you have to say. You weren't somebody that was just brought up in a real estate family. You went through your trials and tribulations. You went through your struggles into somebody now that is seeing a whole lot of success. So good to have you back on here. And if we're talking about... um, you know, this year, like we were just talking about before we start this podcast, it's a, this is a year in reflection right now. We're going into November at this point. The year is coming down to a close and it's been a fun, interesting year. How would you, how do you feel when you look back over these last 10 months of this year? Well, roller coaster ride, that's for sure. I think we can all agree this year has been up and down and all over the place, every which way. Uh, and I think it's tried a lot of us and we've had to pull through a lot of different situations and, you know, some positive outlook to it. I think it's just made us stronger as individuals and a community and as a whole. So, yeah. Like this year started out, I remember in January, you and I were doing a bunch of masterminds together, talking about the year. You know, everything was just going full throttle into March and COVID-19 came and really just struck down like lightning, man. It came in very hard and a lot of people lost their jobs. Salaries were impacted in very different ways. Um, your, your situation was interesting because a lot of people in the real estate market had very rough months, very, very hard months, but your, your business never fell off, stopped. How, why, what was going on? I think when everyone, their mindset of this whole COVID thing really just shut a lot of people down. And obviously it was a horrible thing that was going on with COVID, you know, families and sickness and all of those things. However, instead of just letting it bring you down, what positive options and things like that can you actually take away from that? What ways can you make the COVID experience actually better and help improve instead of looking at all the negative things it does? Yeah, you were getting called on to like phone calls, like you're, I don't know, what do you, who do you call your boss, the head, the head guy over there? Over, over at Keller Williams in Jacksonville Beach, uh, Mark Dilworth, he's the team lead over there. Calling you on to conference calls, had you guest speak, and really motivating a lot of people. Oh yeah, and we had a bunch of team conferences on Zoom and things like that. However, it was good to keep that positive mindset and just to really keep people aware of how it still can be safe to purchase real estate and how important it is to take the proper precautions to make sure your clients feel comfortable going to view homes or make them feel comfortable purchasing a house via FaceTime or a Zoom call. You know, it's all about making those clients feel comfortable and also stay safe during COVID. Yeah, and it's Florida's a hot market right now because it's growing so fast. The, the market's up since last year. If you look at all the COVID throughout this whole year versus last year sales, we're blowing last year away. Just the whole real estate market in general here. So it's like a lot of people probably let this kind of be a detriment. They let it count them out. But you just, it wasn't like it was, oh, I'm going to use this as an opportunity to get ahead. Because you're a positive-minded guy that's determined, you just continue to just plow through this situation. 
Correct. I appreciate that, Bobby. Now, with Northeast Florida Association of Realtors and NEFAR, one of their main things, they actually stopped showings for a little bit, which they didn't want people really taking clients out and showing them houses. And a big thing also, sellers, when they're selling their house, they don't want random people walking through their house, things like that. So I think a big thing was was all these virtual things that we had going on, like mm -hmm. the Zoom calls, the FaceTime, um, just any kind of video chat services on your phone, anything that you can do. And especially, I think that helps brand yourself a little bit better, getting that content out there. That's just only going to help you grow. And that's just one of the positive things I try to take away from that. I, absolutely. And um, like like I said in the introduction, you're, it's not like you were somebody that was just born into a super successful family and you were destined for greatness. Um, real estate is interesting to me because you can be very educated and come in and do really well, or you can be somebody that's very uneducated and you can come in and do really well in the real estate market. I think that's a great point, Bobby. And one of the main things is statistically, once Florida realtors and realtors across the United States actually have their license, there's a 93% fail rate for first year realtors. That's serious, that's no joke. Yes, yeah, so that's a big drop off. Huge drop off right there. And then if you wanna get even more into it, only about say five to 10% of all realtors do the majority of the business in the real estate market. So you're 97%, 93% of realtors fall off basically within that give, first year. Give or take a little bit, correct. And then of those other 7%, that make it about five to 10% of them are really doing the bulk of the sales right there. Correct. That's very interesting. And getting back to how you can be educated, you could be non-educated and see a lot of success in real estate. It's why I like you when you walk through our, your daily day on um, the different things that you have going through the day, because I think a lot of viewers and listeners, they can apply what you're doing in your average day to whatever it is that they're doing and kind of you can see how determination, being motivated, feeling good throughout the course of the day, it's a transferable skill. So walk us through your average day from sunrise to sunset. So waking up in the morning, obviously I love what I do. So I enjoy doing those follow-up calls. And at the end of the day, it's really about customer service at the end. So giving those extra phone calls in the morning to follow up with the clients and sharing them that everything's going smooth with the transaction, mm -hmm. following up on all the compliance and the legalities to make sure they have the proper documents and closing date is set, inspections are scheduled. I think really keeping your clients informed is important. And that's kind of where I start my day, making sure I follow up with those clients, all my people under contract, all my people in the active house hunt right now looking for homes. You know, just keeping them informed and up to date of what's going on. I think that's kind of the main thing where I try to start my data. You know, if I was looking for a home, what would I want to be done? Mm -hmm. Who would I want taking care of me? Things like that. Yeah, customer service. That that's a really big thing, and you know, the industry that I'm in, customer service is huge. And as a landlord, customer service is huge. Your ability to work with somebody, make sure they understand all the things that are going on or important to you. It makes them feel very safe and secure with you. Um, give us an example over the last like 30 days of you know something that you did to really just solidify that customer service in the deal. So for example, I just had a client recently closing their home. Uh, he was originally gonna do a for sale by owner, didn't have any help, um, disabled veteran actually. Uh, just really helped him through the whole entire process. And one of the big things with this gentleman was 
he did not like to use any kind of electronics. He didn't like to use yeah. texting or emails or anything like that. So in the real estate world today, just in general, especially with COVID going on, people signing digitally, you're doing FaceTime calls, you're closing, you know, off on a different location with mm -hmm. the public notary, things like this. With this gentleman, I mean, he had to hand sign every single document. And he wasn't like, I didn't want my assistant going out there, any assistance. He's like, George, you're my agent. I really want you to take care of this. So it was me personally, you know, going that extra mile to make sure I could go to, I met him at, I met the gentleman at his house every time we needed documents signed. And sometimes, you know what, that's what it takes to get the deal yeah. done. And that's what it takes for the give good customer service and make sure your clients feel comfortable. Yeah. Like that, all it takes is one referral to, to give you a good month. So the fact that you made that gentleman 100% secure and happy, maybe if he's a veteran and he knows other disabled veterans, they're a tight group of people. Correct. He, he actually has a whole entire hunting club that he wants me to go do a presentation on VA home loans. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Really great guy. And like I said, I think customer service is the big thing and that's really what I try to focus on. And when I'm going through my, my day, when I start in that morning, I'm trying to put myself in my client's shoes and what would I want to know and how would I want to be informed. So that's kind of my main thing throughout that day is making sure customer service is top notch. And I think if you do that, everything else kind of falls into place. Do you have any like big uh, rituals towards closing days out or winding the days down that you go through? Uh, I think a big thing is and just with all my clients, just congratulating them. Mm. You know, once we get close to that closing, keeping them updated, always like to send out a nice video, things like that. Um, hey, closing day is approaching. Let them know what's going on. You made it this far, almost at the finish line, things like that. Now, at, at work in Amazon, um, as an op operations manager on the inbound side of the operation, uh, you know, we're in charge of stowing some 400 to 500,000 items per day and I've got a lot of systems that are down now in terms of getting emails done, delegating out certain responsibilities, making sure projects are finished on time throughout the course of the day and it's a uh, 300 person operation that we're running on on average so having good systems in place really helps make sure work is done and accomplished in a very very efficient ways what kind of systems do you have that you use and leverage in the real estate market to help you out with your days? So one of the main things that helps keep me organized, and I think one of the biggest things to success is organization. Mm. So keeping your organizational skills to a T, I think is extremely important. Mm. And one of the things that I use that really helps me, which I think could help a lot of other individuals and just business owners and just in general, which may sound super simple, but it's you know taking that step to do that I literally use Google Calendar to yeah. schedule all my closings, all my meetings. And what's great about that, I can actually attach you know, clients on there. I can set meetings, tag people in there that's going to be associated with that meeting or showing properties, whatever it may be. I think that's one of the big things that keeps me organized um, for timing. You know, Time blocking is important and Google Calendar really helps me do that. And, yeah. and, and it's free. Yeah. Why, not take, why not take advantage of that? I've noticed you're good at that. Like as even when it comes to MMA and scheduling other different things in, you love throwing those things up on your calendar. Like as I just like glance over right now and take a look at your calendar, like you have a lot of stuff scheduled on there and that is a important way to make sure that you as a person who's dealing with a lot of different clients from some locally, some not locally, 
are very organized is that you practice those good organizational skills to really solidify that as just a, a, a big character trait of George Bloom as he's on top of his game. And just throwing this out there to any other agents listening right now or any other people thinking about getting to real estate. And as I mentioned before, customer service is key. With my Google Calendar, I have every single meeting and appointments when I'm out there showing property set on there. And also, what's great about that, you can actually put the location in there, which shows you the exact distance, how far you are from that property. It's just a great tool to use. And like I said, one of the best things about it is it's free. Now, we um, we are briefly talking um, before this podcast about how um, you made your, your first hire. So first off, congratulations on the new hire there. Much appreciated. Yeah, and, and it was time overdue, for sure. Yeah, it, it, it was. I mean, you're somebody that you're seeing a lot of success. You have a lot of clients. It means you have a lot of responsibilities. Talk about this some hire, like go into a little detail about it. So I've been, I've been looking a lot for to hire some people right now. I've went through a few different agents just as showing assistants and things like that. And customer service is so important. It's really hard to find an individual that, you know, takes in customer service the same way I do. And I have a really, I set myself to high expectations. And I also am going to hold others to that same expectation that I hold myself to. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to find those people that fit. And, you know, some people are meant to work together and some people aren't. Mm-hmm. So in terms of hiring someone, I actually found this person on Instagram. Yeah. I actually know found them on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn. Um, she's a content creator and organizational writer and things like that. And actually just hired her today. She's coming on. We're going to do our first posts uh, the end of November and getting everything organized. And the great thing about this is she's actually on Fiverr as well. Oh, I didn't find okay. her on there, but I found her on the LinkedIn. Great website. Great website. So she has on there. She has a lot of content that she showed me that she's done for other individuals as well. And she's never done a lot of real estate postings, things like that. So we're kind of working with that. But I think it's actually maybe even better that she hasn't been in this industry. So she comes in as a non-bias on certain things. Right. And uh, that's um, going up to what we got on the whiteboard. You know, not you're not a real estate agent, but a business owner. And I think that's where you're making a great transition is that you're bringing other successful people in that really specialize in content creation, Facebook postings and stuff of that nature. And you're going to leverage your money so that you get more time to focus on other things so that this person can come in and really take away. I mean, whether that be 30 minutes to a couple hours a week, they take that time and they give it back to you and you get exactly what it is that you're looking for. Is, is that part of your shift in mindset? in this year 2020 is being much more of that business owner? I believe so. Um, That's what Keller Williams has talked about a lot is Mm -hmm. don't be an agent, really be a business owner. And that's also helped me transition. You know, I look at each thing as like a stepping stone and what can you take away from this and learn from this so you can get onto that next chapter and take that next step. Uh, with With no risk, there's no reward. So I believe there's always room to grow, to be more efficient and more productive. So why, try to set aside time to content create when I can have someone else do it that's going to be a hundred times more efficient than that with me. So, you know, I'm not a jack of all trades. Yeah. I'm not going to try to be, you know, I try to, you know, perfect certain things, but there's a limitation on what you can do. I'm, I'm, I'm not Elon Musk. Right. <laughs> yeah. And um, like no risk, no reward. I think you know, if you're, if you're someone who's a lot younger too, you have really have the ability to go and 
take more risks and go out and try to meet more people and create new deals. I think that's a great point of view. And you know, we're closing up on the uh, 16 minute mark right now. And there's been a lot of value in this podcast right here, just running from the start of it to reflecting on the year, walking us through your day, different types of systems, hiring someone to leverage your time and really thinking like a business owner. Um, you know, George, I want to thank you for coming back on. And I want to invite you to come back on sometime soon over the next couple of weeks. I know you had a lot of other things that you have going on right now. And I think it's a, it's always a value added experience to have you on the podcast. Appreciate it, Bobby. Looking to come back. And thanks for having me on today. And until next time, I appreciate it.